Hey, this is New The Mayor from Kickback TV Live from Atlanta, The Righteous Ratchet. And if you're like me, you're into content. And you got to have new content every day. That's why we do the podcast. We'll Flipboard curates the world stories so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24-7. So get started right now with Flipboard.com. F-L-I-P-B-O-A-R-D.com. Boom. Welcome to Kickback TV, live from Atlanta, also known as the Black CNN, and the revolution will we'll be, be televised. televised. I'm new, the mayor, the righteous ratchet. If you throw it, I catch it. If you got it, I match it. Every Sunday after the Cowboys victory, we right back at it. Shaolin, fantastic. You hear me? Anyway, y'all, fuck the Cowboys. It's JB Frank. I'm that gangster geek, y'all, representing nerds with attitude. Happy Sunday, everybody. We got a lot to talk about tonight, new. A lot of shit happened this week. What was that? Um, Don's supposed to be co-hosting with us tonight, but she was emotional over the, the New Orleans Saints so she didn't make it. But she's a cowboy hater, so she just gave me the finger. So I just gave it right back. <laughs> okay. Don said, what a game, Eagles versus Cowboys. That was a great game. Mm-hmm. It was a scary game. I'm not going to lie to you. I wasn't as scared as the Saints was because we wasn't losing by 14 points. But I was still scared, though. Not scared, but. Apprehensive might be the right term. Hey, New, why don't you uh, shout out our face? Uh, I'm sorry, our Spotify and our uh, our, uh, our our uh, podcast listeners as well, since we started that joint up. Oh, won't you do it? Okay. <laughs> hey, uh, New, tell so, everybody hi. Nigga, you tell them Yeah. Okay. Hey. So again, shout out to uh, to our Spotify, our iTunes podcast, our podcast listeners. Um, we just started the broadcast a second ago. As you know, we launched the Facebook broadcast first, then we do the podcast to kind of give y'all, you know, just a little, you know, short and sweet. We want to make it to the point. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for listening in as well. Yeah, man. So we're going to get right, right into it. Um, it was a great weekend. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling, I'm loving football. JB, how you feeling about football? I don't feel too good. The motherfucking Cowboys are now two games atop the division. Um, they beat the Eagles. Yeah, they beat the Eagles. And then the Redskins laid a fucking egg today. So um, the Redskins season is over. And I'm looking for who's going to beat the Cowboys in the playoffs because fuck this shit. Nobody. But um, let's start with Kevin Hart, the Oscars. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh it was God. a crazy situation. Um, but really, I take that back. It wasn't fucking crazy. It was very, very basic. And I don't understand what the fuck the problem is. But Kevin Hart made some tweets when eight, nine years ago. Nine, yeah, back years in 2009, ago, 2009. In 2010. Yeah, 2009, 2010. 2010. Yeah, okay. Um, where he... Uh, Made some jokes about his son playing with dollhouses and said, If my son played with dollhouse, I'm hitting him in with the head out. And he'd be like, Stop that, that's gay. And, and you know, he had another tweet where he used the racial slur, um, faggot. And you know, he was supposed to be hosting the Oscars, and those tweets resurfaced, and they told him he better apologize or they're going to go in a different direction. And Kevin said, I've already apologized. These are 19 years ago. I've been uh, putting out comedy albums, comedy tours, comedy movies, stand up movies, dramas. 
I'm, I became Kevin Hart after those tweets. And right. I've apologized already. You're not going to make me stop what I'm doing now and, and apologize again just to host a show. Like, mm-hmm. he's standing his ground. I think, I mean, I ride with it. He did apologize, but he still stepped down. Yeah, yeah. He apologized and stepped down. Yeah. I'm kind of like, I mean, I get it, man. Like, you're well, not going to just yeah, beat was, me in the head with this forever. Yeah, it was. I, I felt like it was a classy move on his part, simply put, because he was like, you know what? The Oscars isn't going to be about me and a controversy surrounding me. Um, so, you know, let's leave the Oscars alone, whatever, you know, but it is what it is. So I'm okay with that. You know what I'm saying? He, <clears throat> it, it became a problem, and I feel like he was bound out more because it became a problem rather than it was a problem for him. You know what I'm saying, New? Yeah, because I don't think... Yeah, yeah, I don't think he feel uh, they're not stopping his money. Right. Um, but I do feel like now that we hear, well, let, let, actually, let's bring up some more tweets before we even go, because um, one thing that uh, that we didn't talk about earlier was uh, Amy Schumer mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the other young lady, yeah. comedian. Oh, uh, Sarah, uh, Sarah Silver. Silverman. Yeah, made tweets that yeah. homophobic slurs in them. Yeah, um, go ahead. Uh, years ago mm-hmm. and they were the people next up to be considered as hosts for the Oscars mm-hmm. and Nick Cannon revealed yeah, them is. like yeah. hey yeah. hey hey yeah. what about these tweets yeah. and so they've already moved on from them as well and what it's starting to look like to me is you're going to wind up moving on from everybody mm-hmm. if you start looking at tweets from a decade ago like they did with um, Callum Murray JB yeah, um, Kyler Murray had a similar situation where um, basically this is the, the gentleman who just won the Heisman. And they found tweets, they found stuff that he said on social media back when he was a teenager that they considered to be homophobic. Um, so now everyone is trying to put pressure on him. And here's the thing. You got to give people a chance to apologize, New. And in Kevin Hart's case, he apologized. And a chance to grow. Yeah, yeah. Because in like, Kevin Murray's case, he was 14. Thank you, yes. A I child. Mean, yeah, I mean, you know, let's let's calm down a little bit because we're we, we doing a little too much right now. It's, it's turning into this whole bashing thing that I don't like. Um, that being said, New, it kind of raises the question, though. Like, what if you heard somebody who did racial slurs and a whole bunch of shit in their teens and they apologized for it and, you know, kind of changed their perspective and now they're doing a different thing? Would you still want them to be judged for that? Well, this is the difference. Uh, and I'm glad you brought that up because in Kyler Murray's thing, uh, tweet, he was getting on his boy by being salty about laws. Like, oh, John, you're salty. You're acting like a queer. Now, that is a racial slur, epithet, you know, whatever you want to call it, but it's not, I hate gay people. It's just, you know, it's like when men say, don't act like a girl. We, you know, we don't hate women. At least, God, I hope, I hope everybody else doesn't, but sometimes I wonder about y'all niggas. But it, it ain't that we hate women, but you, you're attributing certain behavior to a woman. So right. if somebody said, like, oh, you eating chicken, you must think you're black, I would be like, motherfucker, bitch, what the fuck? But I would also not consider that the same as I hate black people. So when a racist person says, fuck you niggers, I hate black people, you die, those tweets, I think, should fuck you up. I think those tweets should cost you money. If I say, uh, um, you're trying to save all your money, I guess you're Jewish, which is, it's still a slur, it's still offensive, but I look at that as different. And I I don't, 
I will say it's levels to offense. I'm glad. I you, will say that. I'm glad you said that. I don't know if that's politically way. correct. I don't really care. Yeah. But I, I mean, will say that. Based on what you said and personally, you know, what I believe, I think that, you know, racism needs to be tempered with an ability for us as a people to laugh at ourselves. Because there are differences between us. And a lot of times those differences are stereotypical. It is what it is. Um, you know, sometimes we have to be okay with laughing at that as long as it's done in a lighthearted nature and we can all make those distinctions like if I'm talking about I'm, I wish white people would die and that kind of bullshit then that's different than me saying well you know he wasn't jumping all that high but you know he's a white dude so it, it is what it is you know right. like like the right. white dude would probably laugh at that joke you know what I'm saying yeah and I think that that's the that's where you got to get real creative um, right Kind of like the Miami Dolphins did when they beat the, the New England Patriots today. Yeah, watching um, this play. Yeah, play shout out to Kalia. Your team lost like shit. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Talking big shit tomorrow because the Cowboys won. But back to the story. Um, looking at um, these tweets, I, I kind of started wondering if people didn't get my old tweets, what mm -hmm. would they see? Mm -hmm. If you mm -hmm. went through my old Facebook posts, what would you see? And I know it ain't nothing pretty there. Right. I mean, you can find some uplifting, spiritual power to the people things and you gonna find some man fuck these bitches you gonna find these bitch ass niggas da, da, da. you gonna find they didn't kill another brother fuck you you gonna find some shit in my past yeah so i know i already know i can't host the oscars yeah go get them yeah i mean i don't know about my facebook behavior but i do know the thoughts that i used to have and what i used to say out loud unequivocally you know my thoughts have changed um, you gotta, you know, allow people to develop and to to grow, like you said before. New, let's move, let's keep it moving. Right? So, so how do we feel about that? We feel like you have to let people develop and grow at at any point. I feel two things, New. I feel number one, like this is starting to turn into a homophobe or 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 gay whatever witch hunt, which I don't like because I feel like they're grasping at straws right now. If we went after every single person who ever uttered a racial slur in the entirety of their history, then that would be a problem, especially if they were doing it within the context of comedy, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and, and that's where it feels a little different for me. I think we're going too far. Number one, let me say that. Number two, I think you got to give people an opportunity to, add, to to grow and to also answer those questions. Kevin Hart did. Kyler, Kyler Murray hasn't yet, but I imagine he will. You know what I'm saying? You got to you gotta let people answer those charges sometimes. And I get a couple of comments. Mm -hmm. Don said it was bait for some bullshit and played it correctly. Oscar's entertaining gay lifestyle. He's a different person from then. It was a very intelligent move, I guess, as far as them removing Kevin Hart. And, that, and that's the thing I think that's most notable is that when African-Americans lose opportunities, use my true Aikman word, when they lose the opportunity, that's when I kind of get offended. Um, uh, I'm glad he did it, Kevin Hart. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I, I've been fucked the Oscars for my entire life. So I don't, it's no prestigious thing to me. Fuck them, fuck their bias ass show. Like, I've, I've never really watched them in a fuck yeah. about the Oscars. Yeah, I've only really watched the Oscars when I thought a black person might be in a running. Yeah, I've only watched certain categories when I thought a black person in a running. I, 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 I tell niggas on Facebook, like, somebody hit me when the when movie of the year come up and, you know, some black movie's in it. 
you know, like Black Panther will be in it this year. Somebody hit me when Black Panther category came up. I'm not watching that bullshit. Yeah, me um, I just want to know how how far white people are willing to go to show us they're not racist by giving one of these movies, the you know, a black movie, the movie of the year. That's the only reason I watch it. Um, Evolution is a necessity. Um, yeah. I think we're all on the same page. Let a person grow up, let a person develop. Shout out to Kyler Murray for winning the Heisman, black quarterback. Um, and what he said when he was 14, I just will not hold him accountable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm 42. But you said when you're 14, I'm not holding you to that for life. Absolutely. If you yeah. hear me the shit that I said in my 30s, Jesus. Let me grow. I can grow and develop and become a better person. I have done it. Don't stop me. Don't hold me to 21 year old me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Please don't. Right. Right. That's real. All right. Um. Well, wait a minute. Well, I don't think we're missing. We talked about in the canon. Holy tweets. Mm-hmm. Grand Assignable? Or just went viral? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah it just yeah, went yeah. viral. My yeah. last stroke just went viral. <laughs> and, but pause. Pause. Uh, Tyler Perry. Went to a few Walmarts in the area and dropped hundreds of thousands of dollars. Over four hundred grand, yeah, at at two different Walmarts in the hood. One dropped one seventy eight at um one that was retail and then like another two sixty five, two seventy at another one. Um so yeah, you know. And what he was doing was paying off people's layaway. Mm -hmm. So he went Mm -hmm. to the stores and and, and surveyed their entire layaway. Mm -hmm. Um Inventory mm-hmm. and paid it off. Yeah. So everything. whoever lives in those areas can go just pick up their shit. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he did it at this time because it's Christmas. Mm-hmm. So he was assuming these are Christmas gifts mm-hmm. that they mm-hmm. may or may not be able to actually pay off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I just thought it was great, man. Um, I, I was about to give him the Grind and Shine Award, um, which he deserves. But the story was so huge on the internet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that I was like, this story is viral. That's why it's yeah. a uh, viral story. <clears throat> it's a huge thing that he did. I mean, and it's, you know, it's our people giving back. You got to love it, dude. It's a great story. Yeah, and the Kid Rock hopped on board and did it, but fuck Kid Rock. Trump supporter, bitch-ass nigga. Mm-hmm. Fuck him, but he did do it. And I'm sure he did in the whitest of white neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. But um, realistically, shout out to anybody that's helping out the impoverished. I, I'm... Black, white, Asian, Latino, whatever. When you start giving back, you, you, you went a point with me. I'm, I'm just saying, you went a point with me. <laughs> fuck Kid Rock. But, hey, know, man, you went a let's, point let's just all get along. Like, uh, no, no. Like Michelle no. and GW. Segway. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. This, this shit is turned into like Ebony and Ivory. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, JB, um, high school buddy, GW, uh, come on, George man. Bush. You know y'all would ask me. I was like, good nah. on JB. Um, uh, no, of course, um, his, his father passed, which I have no real love or sympathy for based on what he did to African Americans in the inner cities of the United States with the war on drugs. I really don't give a fuck about him. But I noticed his son has done some things to make amends um, with the African American Museum and a few other things that he's been a, um, a party to. Um, I still don't really fuck with him either, honestly. But his affinity for Michelle Obama has also gone viral and also made me like, I like this for some reason. I don't think it's racist. I don't think he's been demeaning her. I don't think he's 
objectifying her. I think he found him a buddy, and they get along. And like he said, she laughs at his jokes. And I don't see anything malicious in it. He always has the sweetest, most innocent look on his face, and it looks like he just really loves this woman. Um, sometimes it looks like he's ready to risk it all. Like, I'll risk it all. <laughs> but for Michelle, like, let's go. But I thought it was um, that whole interaction over the last couple of years has been cute. And then his father's funeral, when he snuck her a piece of candy for the second time and then laughed about it, I was like, Dad, this man is at his father's funeral, probably the worst day that he could ever imagine. And he found a little joy in, in, in poking fun at Michelle in the self. And I was like, that's a genuine friendship. Mm-hmm. In that moment, when you're in that space, which is I can only imagine is a horrible space, having lost my mother, I, can, I, I, can, I get it. Um, and being in that space and getting solace or what have you and cracking a joke with Michelle by giving her candy and I saw him smile so at least for that moment in the middle of that funeral it was a little bit of peace Right. and I was like you know what I'm going to stop judging their friendship I like it I like it JB I like it I mean I definitely think that GW is digging on the dark meat I think that you know if Michelle gave him a shot he would jump at that (laughs) twice on Sunday let's keep it 100 um, it is kind of cute um, because he's being so respectful, but I think she slicked friends on uh, GW. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, I think that that's what it looked like to me. Uh, you know, and I, you know, I guess that's cool. Both of them married, whatever. Um, but that's what okay, it looked like. But to is me. this, uh, I'm feeding off what JB said. So, friend zone. We talked about this last week on Facebook. <laughs> that's why I brought it up. So, if, if, she did friends on him. It, it, what do you think he's at? Is he uh, a legit friend or is he waiting for his chance? And we talked about this last week on Facebook about men that wait for their chance and the friendship they have with women isn't real. They're full of shit, but they're just waiting for the dude to mess up or for the woman <coughs> to get frustrated or whatever so that they can sneak in and pounce on them. And I don't respect those friendships. Um, uh, we had a whole debate about it, but JB, what, what are your thoughts? Yeah, Roxanne, what are your thoughts? I know you um, jumped in a couple times, and we didn't get to get to your comments, but I want to know your thoughts on that. Yeah, I mean, I I basically think that um, you know this was one of those situations where he knew he wasn't going to have a shot from the giddy up. Um, but I do think the nigga still wants her, but at the same time, he's like. This chick is just so bad. Like, I just want to be around her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's all it is for him, really. There, I think there's just an excitement in that for him. You know, and okay. I bet, I bet, I bet, <laughs> I bet B and Michelle be sitting back like, you know that old motherfucker like you, right? <laughs> like, you, I, I chuckle when a white man kiss you on the cheek again, but like, Okay, she's like. Oh, well, Roxanne says she has this conversation every day. So where where do you check in at? Are you on the side of what? Like where are you at with it? Because um, I say, if if, I, if I'm interested in a woman, like mildly interested, and I, I make an advance, and, and it's not reciprocated, if she's cool enough, which if I'm interested in her, she is, then we could be cool. We could be homies. I ain't tripping. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm, I, I'll be okay. I'll, I'll. I'll I'll find somebody else, I'm sure. Um, but if I really, really, really want this woman, and I'm just, ah, watch, 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 I wouldn't do that, but if I did. Um, and she um, rejected me, then I would think that the friendship would be fake if I still wanted her. 
I think then it has to come to a point where you're like, I don't want you. And then you can be friends. The niggas are just waiting for that opportunity, just sitting back and, and, and being flunkies and doing everything for the girl and kissing ass the whole way and all that shit to get the woman. That's not a real friendship. Yeah. They're 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 trying to nice guy their way into the pussy. Yeah, I mean, I, that's real. I, you know, again, we we doing a whole lot of hypothesizing right now in terms of what's going on between GW. Oh and fuck Michelle. no, we ain't talking about GW and Michelle. Okay. We talking about well, friends on the general. Oh okay, Let friends go. Okay. Uh, oh nothing I said was about GW. And okay, Michelle. so friends on in general. We just these friends on friends in general. Friends on in general. Yeah, I I completely agree with you. Like I think that it, you know those <laughs> niggas who are plotting like that, like that doesn't even really make a whole lot of sense to me. The only kind of friend zone situation that makes sense is basically when the nigga's like, okay, this this ain't gonna happen, and that's fine, <laughs> you know, whatever. But it's a cool motherfucker, you know. <coughs> and ladies, how do y'all tell the difference? I mean, break that down. We gotta move on with the show, but yeah, I'm still curious to hear how y'all can tell the difference. If he's legitimately moved on and just wants to be friends, mm-hmm. or if he just waiting mm-hmm. for you to get mm-hmm. weak, mm-hmm. giving a nectar. Mm-hmm. Forbidden fruit, the Holy Grail. Yeah, yeah. Our next topic is a real sad, sad story, but it's one. Of, it's one of those ones that kind of went crazy to, um, this week. Um, <clears throat> a woman and her husband uh, were uh, were driving back home um, from, I think, a party, meeting, and um, they saw this woman with her child, with they who they thought was her child. She was holding her child on the street, on the side of the road. The woman begged to help, you know, help them feed her child. Um, so she, they, they pulled over. Um, the lady reached out of the window and handed the woman ten dollars. And then um, a man came out of the shadows and shot the lady, killed her. She died in the hospital. The woman who was holding the baby, it turned out not to be a baby. The whole thing was set up. So she dropped the stuffed animal, whatever the fuck it was, grabbed the lady's purse and ran off. And they got off scot-free for murdering this this Yeah, this this is this was a tough one because I'm like I've been um charity is a part of Islam. Charity is a part of Zakat is a part of um what I do what I'm required to do daily. And um and sometimes I don't want to give just any person I see a dollar. Any I've had homeless people tell me like I ain't get five, I ain't get ten. I'm like nigga, you you tripping? Do something. I've seen people with their kids on the side of um, the road, right off um, Northridge Road, mm-hmm. um, with signs help me feed my family. And it's a dude, a wife, a woman, and two three kids. And I'm like, dog, as a man, I ain't, I'm not holding a sign asking, begging for fucking uh, money. You're going to catch me in McDonald's. You're going to catch me at the construction site with the Mexicans. You're going to catch me selling drugs. You're not going to catch me holding a sign begging for money. Now, when it's, when it's a woman, um, I'm a little more sympathetic. Maybe I shouldn't be on the sexist of me or whatever, but I'm going to be a little more sympathetic. But when it's um, a, a grown, able-bodied man walking up and down the street with a sign, I'm judging you. And, and, and I don't, I'm not rich. So I'm not like, well, I do so well, I look down on other people. I'm just like, nigga, like, do something besides ask for money. I, if it was me and I was that and that destitute, I hold up a sign like, clean your car for $20. Uh, you know, 
I, I don't know, uh, mow your lawn for ten dollars. Well, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. It would be me offering a service yeah. as a man. It yeah. wouldn't be me begging <laughs> for no fucking money. Really? Yeah. So, yeah. And, and I don't want to off on a tangent, but to bring it back, I do sometimes give money to people who I just think need it. I've been outside the liquor store and bought somebody a bottle because I'm just like it's cold. And I know, I don't know what the fuck you got going on, but I got a feeling you'll be sleeping here. At least get a little warm with this. You know what I'm saying? And I've given you food. And I've given a dollar or two, but I've been stopped in my car. For this woman to be killed after doing what I would call, I hate to say this term, like a good Samaritan trait, to be killed, this wife, this mother, it's an injustice. There's no other way to describe it. It's 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 deplorable behavior. Um, that they would set this family up like this is horrible. Um, the whole thing is really really bad. You touched on a couple of things. You know, um, it, it, it's it's hard for all of us to give like that, um, which is what makes this so special. The fact that she was willing to do that for a variety of reasons, including the safety factor, real, yeah. real nigga shit. Yeah. Um, that's what makes her benevolent act so special, and that's what makes their behavior so deplorable. I think you you said that uh, very eloquently, JB. A absolutely, man. It's it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me that that's. <laughs> It sounds like a crackhead move, but why'd you have to kill the woman? Exactly. Like, why'd you have to kill Ran her? Ran up on her and stabbed her in the chest. That's a person. Times. That's somebody's aunt, sister, niece, wife, cousin, friend, mother, daughter. All I got was her purse and that $10, too, new. So that's the one. That's I mean, crazy. They, they, you know, that, that cost that woman her life. That's what makes it so horrible. Um, yeah. That's yeah. that's what makes it so bad, you know. We kind of in a little a little kind of sadness area now, but we gotta get through these topics because this is what happened last week. Um, <clears throat> our Donald Trump shut up stupid award, and it is well deserved, goes to the Tennessee Superior Court system, who who sentenced Centoya Brown to 51 years in prison, what amounts to life in prison. Now, she is a minor. She is not 18 years of age. The story is that um, a John, she was working as a prostitute, a John picked her up, and <clears throat> the John started to threaten her, threatened to kill her, so she killed him. She was eventually picked up by the police, um, went through a trial, and in sentencing, because they found her guilty of uh, first-degree murder, they decided to try and sentence her as an adult. So now an adult is getting a life sentence, which is what they are saying is standard in Tennessee. Yeah, the 51-year minimum is a standard uh, for a life sentence in Tennessee. Mm -hmm. And and they, they had the ability to overturn this, but they decided to uphold the, what I would call, unconstitutional law. It so, is unconstitutional. Yeah, uh, yeah that, that's what I'm saying. They mm -hmm. uphold the unconstitutional law, mm -hmm. and they are going to uh, see it out. 51 years for an underage prostitute who felt that her life was in danger by a customer. Um... This goes again to, I mean, this is more serious than tweets, but this goes again to teenage behavior and having that 
affect you for the rest of your life. Now, true, there are decisions we can make as teenagers, as an adult, that will haunt you the rest of your life, that can shorten the rest of your life, that can alter the rest of your life. That's true. I'm not sure this was going to alter her life no matter what, but I'm not sure if it had to alter her life for the next 51 years when there are yeah. police officers getting off for killing black people, um, yeah. killing innocent black people, unarmed black people. Absolutely. Rapists Absolutely. getting off. Absolutely. That's the tough part about this is the racist bias associated with this because they're saying, oh, well, those are the books. We have so many examples where the books are derided and just totally ignored. Um, you know, yeah, they convicted her of mur murder, but all of this is based on a conviction and they are at the same time not convicting people who are murdering people on video. So what the fuck are we really talking about? You know what I'm saying? What we are talking about is injustice. We are talking about a mechanism, a societal mechanism to pro propagate the institution of slavery through the prison system. That's what this is. They just guaranteed themselves 51 years of of virtually free labor, you know what I'm saying? Um, and it's horrible because they're saying all of the things that would make her get out earlier, good behavior, education, all of those things that she would potentially be able to do in prison to get out earlier, none of those things are valid for her sentencing right. because it's first degree murder. Like what the fuck are we talking about? Really? Really? So the Tennessee Supreme Court system, you get the Donald Trump Shut up, stupid award. Shut the fuck Shut up, up, stupid. Shut up. This is... Femme la bouche. Terrible, 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 terrible. Now, for the Andre Ingram Grind and Shine Award, finally, we, we kind of dipped out. Let's mm -hmm. get up out of this rut. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, who It was Soldier Boy. Uh, Soldier Boy Chuck. Yeah, yeah, coming out with a new video game system. new And the video game system sounds hot because it's got virtually every port available for a video game system. RCA, HDMI, you know, optical, all of that shit. So you can plug it into old school TVs and the new high def joints. Second of all, it comes with something like 39 games pre-installed on it already. Mm -hmm. So when you get it, you're getting like a system. You know what I'm saying? I'm interested to see what kind of games he has because it sounds like a hot new look, you know, for the holidays. Yeah. And I remember when he um, first signed a deal and it was like, oh, Soulja Boy, he was saying, I'm, I'm worth $800 million, all these crazy numbers. It might not have been $800 million, but he's, he was saying he's worth so much money. And I was like, nigga, you on Love and Hip Hop. You ain't worth all that goddamn money. What the hell are you talking about? And it was like it was about this deal. Mm -hmm. And um, now I'm like, well, shit, this man got a gaming system? So, I mean, hey, I, I, I might get it just because it's a, a you know, black-owned gaming system. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. the, the PlayStation 5 comes out next year mm -hmm, for the mm -hmm. holidays next year. Yeah. So we, we'll look at a few things. But um, shout-out to Soldier Boy. Uh, get yeah. you a Soldier Boy game system. Fine. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that, man. It sounds exciting. Um, like I said, coming with the games pre-installed is a brilliant, brilliant move, in my opinion. So I love that. 
Yeah, man. And that was one of our Andre Ingram Grand Shine Award winners. The second Andre Ingram Grand Shine Award winner is going to Two Millie. Mm -hmm. Two Millie mm -hmm. is, uh, what was it, the chicken noodle soup and all mm -hmm. that, and all them little dances mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. I can't do that JB still be doing when he on the block in Harlem. But um, I don't do those. But he created um, all those. I can't think of the name of the dancers. You know, I know the, the Millie Rock and all that shit. Well, his name is Two Millie, Millie Rock. Um, and the, the, the creators of Fortnite have uh, included those dances into the yes. video game. Yes. So yeah. when you're on the load up screen, when your character's dots are not moving, they, they break into the uh, Millie Rock. And um, Joe Budden had talked about Two Millie should sue them for stealing his dance. But he was like, can you copyright a dance? And apparently, Two Millie must have heard him, because Two Millie has now filed a lawsuit against the creators of Fortnite mm -hmm. for using mm -hmm. the likeness of his self-created dance moves. And I mean, the the Millie Rock is years old, so it's kind of you can't really debate it. The Millie Rock song, the Millie Rock dance was out long before Fortnite was fucking thought of. Yeah, and it's not like you didn't seen this shit a bunch of places where he hasn't gotten paid. You know what I'm saying? So you can't call public domain or any kind of bullshit yeah. like that. Yeah. It's, I mean, I think they should pay the nigga. You know what I'm pay saying? Pay him. Like, real talk. And shout out to him for having the foresight to, first of all, make sure that his paperwork is ta was taken care of, copyright the dance, whatever he could do to prove the paper trail, but then to also have the presence of mind to do it. You got to love that. You got to protect your ideas and your business. So I ain't mad at him. And, they, and they, big corporations have been selling from the inner city, from the hood, from hip hop, from urban African America forever. Yeah, whenever they want. So whenever yeah. we stand up and whenever we fight back, I'm thrilled, I'm happy, and I'm going to reward you for your courage and, and your conviction to stand up and say, no, you're not stealing this from me. This ain't the 60s, this ain't the 40s, this ain't the 30s. Yeah. You're not taking it. Yeah, them 2D free days are long gone, man. You, you got to pay us if you're going to use our skills and our arts. It's just that simple. It's Your like it's called the Millie Rock. Yeah, I figured it out halfway through. Mm -hmm. I was like, what's the dance? What? It, it, I don't do it. I know Ron do it every day. He be out at, at, at um, schools. Um, I don't know why he had the schools, but I know he be doing it. It's like when JB always on um, in Bankhead doing Millie Rock in Harlem. No, no, no. No, no, no. On to the question of the day. Question of the day. Dating. When dating, should you date one-on-one? -on -one? Like, I meet a woman, we exchange numbers, we go on a couple dates, and we decide to date one-on-one -on -one for the, you know, until we figure out whether or not that person's the one? Or do we date multiple people until one of them stands out and then cut everybody else off? I know my answer. I know my answer. I want to know your answer. Mm -hmm. And for some of the women watching, JB has told me specifically he wants to know your answer. So Roxanne, JB's waiting to hear your answer in this situation. And um, what we'll do is we'll give you guys a chance to type in your answers. We'll give you a chance to think about your answers. When in dating, just getting started, should you go one-on-one -on -one for the first month or so so you figure it out? Or do you date multiple people until somebody stands out? I'm not saying what's right. I'm not saying what's wrong. I'm not telling you what I do. I will tell you what JB do, but I will wait. We'll wait for that. So, 
Type in snitching. Always. Type in y'all answers. I'll be snitching on him, y'all. I don't like, do nothing. On, I'm an angel. Y'all see my halo. Y'all see my halo. Um, so we'll send in your answers. Really? Yeah, really. Really. Send in your answers. We're gonna take a quick break. Maybe take a piss. We feel a drink. Whatever. We'll be back in like one minute. Don't yep. go nowhere. Yep. And then we'll do the second half of the show and then we'll get you guys out of here so that you can get ready for your Monday morning. Give you a good Sunday night. Give you a great Monday morning. Kickback TV live from Atlanta. We'll be right back. All right. So we, we're back. Um, if you're listening on Spotify or iTunes, you ain't miss nothing. We just mm-hmm. had some strippers come through. They danced and twerked, mm-hmm. and then they left. Um, you should have been watching on YouTube or Facebook. Yeah. Sorry, Spotify. Sorry, mm-hmm. iTunes. Should have been watching. Mm-hmm. But anyway, moving on. So, um... Welcome back to Kickback TV Live from Atlanta, part two, the second half. Um, also known as the Black CNN and the revolution will we'll be, be televised. televised. Once again, I'm new the mayor, the righteous ratchet. If you throw it, I catch it. If you got it, I match it. Every Sunday after the Cowboys beat up some NFC East team, we right back at it. First place in the division. Shaolin, fantastic. Hey, man. JB Frank, I'm that gangster geek. <laughs> Y'all know me. I represent NWA, Nerds with Attitude. Happy Sunday, everybody. <laughs> All right, so let's let's get right back into it. Um, mm-hmm. Coming back, um, one of JB's close personal friends, R. Kelly, was in the news. Um, and he's, yeah. he's been a little creepy, JB. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's over in Africa. Doing a little much on stage in Ethiopia. Yeah, yeah. man. Uh, asking people, singing to people, uh-huh. singing the words. Do you, who wants to go back to the United States with me? Who has their shots? It just was like, and you know we got a like, sex cult. Like, so like, asking yeah. them questions is kind of like, yeah. If somebody else sang it, I'd be like, oh, they're playing to the ladies. They're just playing to the audience. When our Kelly sing it, I'd be like, that, that motherfucker not kidding. Yeah, he, he might really mean that shit. shit. Yeah, that's he doing the most right now. That's that's a lot. But <laughs> he always been a creep, yeah. <laughs> like, are we surprised? It, I guess I'm now surprised he's not slowing down his creepdom. Yeah. It's like two or three documentaries out on him. It's a yeah. book out on him. He ain't gonna chill out a little bit. He's gonna, he's gonna uh, full, just, full just, creep. We just going, huh? We just keep on going. Like, I guess that's who yeah. he is, dude. That shit is crazy. Speaking of who, that's he your childhood is. friend, JB. Oh, come on, man! Don't even go there. Just, are we ready for this question of the day? Are we gonna go back to that, or what are we gonna do? A couple more well, times. Actually, we got another topic. Mm-hmm. We got, okay. Uh, the E.J. Bradford story. Yes. Um, African-American male who was killed in a mall. Um, police authorities said at first he brandished a firearm. Then they said he was resisting arrest. And what we found out is he was shot three times in the back. Mm-hmm. From behind, excuse me. Mm-hmm. So we know he didn't brandish a firearm and get shot facing the opposite direction. Um, the coroner's report just confirmed this this weekend. So we know he was killed while he was not facing the police, mm-hmm. which leads me to believe they just opened fire on him, and he was not a threat. That did no. not have to happen. No, no. Uh, my prayers and thoughts are with the Bradford family, all his friends and family members, you know, who are who are involved, who are affected by this, and to the African American community, because hearing these stories, 
it's not like we hear it and go, didn't move on by my day. I hear that, and then that's another notch in my paranoia. That's another notch in my post-traumatic stress disorder. It's another notch on, in my trauma in dealing with this shit from the police. So if I leave here tonight and I see a cop, it's, it, my, my fear, my awareness is heightened even more because of this story. These stories don't just come and go. They come and they affect us and yeah. they stay with us forever. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we, you know, it is especially dangerous on the road if you are a black man, especially during the holiday seasons, you know, and I, I urge all of us to be extremely careful on the road because not only do we have to deal with the holiday bullshit that everyone does, there's a risk that we might just be pulled aside and murdered by the police for no fucking real reason on the planet. You know what I'm saying, dude? Mm -hmm. Like, this shit is really, really scary right now. And make no mistake, America, we are living at war right now. We are being systematically murdered right now in a variety of different ways, but their main force is the police. And we cannot deny that. And it is terrifying. It is. And, and, <clears throat> and it's just... You kind of wonder when they're going to stop or when something's going to be done to change it. Or is it just going to be a random black person killed here, here, there, there, forever? Like, like is there a stop in sight? They, they're talking about criminal reform, but we, they're not talking about monitoring the police. It, it, it's crazy. And even when they have body cameras and shit, we see how that turns out. Yeah, I mean, uh, body so, cameras yeah. have been useless. We are at war, which means that the only thing that's really going to be effective and going to change this is some type of response, and I don't know what that is. Yeah, and yeah. that's what scares me. It's going to have to be from the authority. It's going to have to be statewide or nationwide, but these uh, governments are going to have to start stepping up and punishing these officers, uh, whether it's local or national. That's what's going to have to happen. When people are losing money, losing opportunity, losing freedom, then we'll see a change. And that goes to your lawmakers and your legislators and who you elect. Uh, 100% true. On a local level and on a national level. Well, I don't want to stay here, JB. I want to mm -hmm. move on. Yeah. Um, and let's move on to our question of the day, which is, do you date one person at a time? Give me them, get their number, go on a couple dates, and... Block everything else out until you make a decision whether to stay with them or not. Or do you date multiple people until someone stands out? Now, while I'm looking through the messages, JB, what are, what are your thoughts on that particular question? I think you play the field. I think that you, you know, if you are dating, you make it clear to everybody involved that you are dating. And this is just a date. You know what I'm saying? It might turn into something else. But at the same time, it is what it is which means that you are one of several dates at that point. You know what I'm saying? I think <clears throat> I think you date until you decide you're ready to make some kind of commitment to be with one person, and then you're with that one person, and you see what happens from there. I, I, you know, I, I think that's the way it should work, simply put. I want to read just a couple comments. Um, mm -hmm. Roxanne said you should date multiple um, until you have that talk. Mm -hmm. And once you have that talk, Mm -hmm. And you decide just just shy mm -hmm. to, then go that way. Mm -hmm. um, love said acquaintance, associates, friendship, and then intimacy. Okay, 
that's my order, and it can be had by entertaining multiple people. Now, I'm not sleeping with multiple, and intimacy does not necessarily mean sex. Hell, most don't make it past the association stage anyway. Okay. I, um, I respect that's two ladies' opinion, and we, you know, so we mm -hmm. getting the ladies involved. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, myself, personally, I believe that um, I'm going to date until I find what I think I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. And I am and I don't believe in and I don't until I know that I'm not gonna date one person. Mm -hmm. I've tried that and I like, oh I'm not really doing too much. I don't really want to be out here dating everybody. So I'll date this one person. Mm -hmm. And I mean it it's very it, I know the opposite may seem true, but it's very a murky muddy situation when you date one person trying to figure out if they're the one. Right. Because if you're only dating that one person and you guys are spending time together to figure this thing out, it does create a certain expectation. Yeah. I, I think it puts yeah. a thought, you know, it, it, it presents itself differently. And um, that's one thing I was that, that, that struck me. And another thing is, I, like if I meet a woman today and we go on a date tomorrow, I'm supposed to cut back anybody I'm dealing with as of right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't even know you well enough to do that. Right, right. So I can't do that. But some people think that's how you should do it. They say, hey, meet a person, go on a date, focus on that one person until you decide it's not them, and then meet somebody else and go on one other date. Yeah. And I'm like, I, that doesn't work for me. Yeah, I, I don't know that that works for me at all. Um, you know, and, 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 and when you talk about kind of deciding to be sort of, I won't say monogamous, but... Um, exclusive I think is the word I want to use then that's one level of commitment but then it kind of grows from there you know I, and I don't know that I've fully decided that that person is the one if I decide to be exclusive um, so it you know there's a gray area I think the big question though was do you do you date more than one person when you're dating and I think I think the answer to that is emphatically yes however there is a time where you decide to stop you know what I'm saying? I would agree with that. Mm -hmm. I would agree with that. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I can't even fathom, like, starting off dating just one person. Nah. Unless I wasn't dating anybody ever, and I met Ashanti today, and we went on one date. At that point, I'm only dating her. Yeah. And if by the time we go on our second date, I haven't met anybody else, then at that point, I'm only dating her. Right. Um. So, I see it that way. But if I'm single and ready to mingle and getting to know people, I don't see why I'm dating just one person unless I've known them and I've decided, you know, based on what I know about you and our, you know, friendship or whatever, I think you're the one. So at that point, I'm not entertaining anybody else because I already think that about you. Yeah. If that's the case, I guess. But if you're just getting a number and really just getting to know somebody, I don't know how you determine that, that, that she's the one or he's the one. Um... I don't, well, I guess you can determine that. I don't know that it's necessary to not date anybody else in order to determine that. Yeah. I, I think the big key for me is whether or not you're turning down opportunities because you're with somebody, you know, and, and you know, if your experience has been that you don't get a whole lot of opportunities, so you date one person, then you date another person, then you date another person. Honestly, 
you can't really participate in this conversation because that's not what we're mm -hmm. talking about. We're talking about a situation when you choose to only date one person despite the fact that there are other opportunities out there. And when do you do that? Using you your know? true ignorant word. <laughs> we were talking earlier about how Troy Aikman uses the word opportunity a lot when he does his broadcast on Fox. He had an opportunity to make a really good pass, and he it's hilarious. Just watch Troy Aikman. It's funny. Yeah, Cowboys. Um, so I think we've gotten a couple of answers from the ladies, and we're all in agreement. Um, even Rob Sanders said variety keeps you informed. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. you kind of find out what you like and what you don't like. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I think I'm with that as long as it's open communication. Right, right. Don't, yeah, don't I mean, sell me no bullshit smoke. like it's just me and you. Mm -hmm. And you're really dating everybody trying to mm -hmm. figure shit out. Mm -hmm. And I won't sell you that bullshit either. Mm -hmm, I'll mm -hmm. tell you straight up what's going on. That's and I think real. that's what makes it real because it, that communication. In, my, in my estimation. That, and that's fine, you know. You got to be patient if you the nigga who ain't dating nobody else, though. Like, you got to understand that that's what's going on. And maybe you should be out in the street a little more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I, I disagree because uh, what I'm saying is it don't lie and say you're not doing it. Oh, no. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm saying, like, if, if, if you're... if. Whoever you're dating is like you're not the only person I'm dating. Oh well, if that's the case. Then, well, absolutely. But that, yeah, that, that's, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's, yeah, that's, that's what different I'm scenario. Yeah, yeah. Um. So let's move right along to something I know JB does not want to talk about, and that's the NFC East race in the NFL. Such a whatever. Hey man, that's the topic. That was the topic this morning. Topic. That's the topic. Well, JB, I'll let you take it. The first so, game we saw was two NFC East teams, the Redskins and the Giants. Tell me all about that game, JB. From the beginning to the end. <laughs> Such an asshole. <laughs> but to make a long story short, the Cowboys are now two games ahead at the top of the NFC East <laughs> because the Eagles have now lost to the Cowboys twice. The Redskins have now lost to the Cowboys once, and the Redskins also lost today to the Giants, whom both the Cowboys and the Eagles have beaten. Um, the Redskins lost 40-16 to 16 today, which is a drubbing. However, I will point out that two of the Redskins quarterbacks have broken their legs this year, and... <clears throat> Three of their five offensive linemen have been injured at throughout the course of the season. In addition to the fact that they lost another player, Jordan Reed, today in the first quarter of this game. Plagued by injuries at the same time, I think that they have given up on the season new, as the Cowboys are just emerging, and I will allow you to continue. How do you... <coughs> So, I agree with what J.B. just said. Um, the Redskins have had a myriad of injuries. They started off on fire. But what I've noticed about the Redskins is, is uh, they start off on fire. They win their first, you know, three, six, seven games and do their thing. And after that, I'm, 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 just, I'm just laying it out here. <laughs> yeah. And after that, they fade away. Now, the knock on the Cowboys is they look good, do good things, and get to the playoffs, and something happens bad. Um, that's the knock on us if we even make it to the damn playoffs. Um, but in speaking about the Redskins, um, I figured they would collapse this year. I knew they would collapse this year. I didn't know it would be mainly due to injuries. And I will give that, <coughs> that one little piece of concession. 
But um, regardless of that, the Giants are the worst team in the NFL. The Redskins should have beaten them regardless. Um, they're missing their best player, Odell Beckham, today. Um, and if the Redskins didn't win that game, it shouldn't be 40 to 16. So that was just, that threw me through a loop that the NFC East, the bottom of the NFC East is that. Um, the Cowboys and Eagles game, I thought the Cowboys had control throughout. They never trailed, but they they didn't put them away like I thought they should. They let the Eagles back into that game. Several times, JB. And I, like I was saying earlier, I was telling you, I'm not feeling Dak. I was looking at Dak like, I don't know. He's missing too many good passes. Mm-hmm. But then he has Amari Cooper with 200 yards. So he's making some some good passes. Mm-hmm. It's hard mm-hmm. to gauge it, but the score could have been much different and it wouldn't have required overtime if Dak hadn't fucked up so much. Yeah. In my opinion, JB. Yeah, um, Dak overthrew several wide open deep routes um, during the game. I counted four. Um, two to Amari Cooper and then two to number 13. Gallup, Michael Gallup. Yeah. Um, Just overthrown. Wide the fuck open, overthrown. Would have pr- pr- more like, very, very likely been touchdowns. Yeah. And, you know, you can't really sell the soul on those ki- kind of opportunities if you're an elite quarterback. So that was disturbing. Um, what was also disturbing for me, though, new for the Cowboys was – um, you know, I think y'all were over pursuing a little bit sometimes on defense when you shouldn't have, especially late in the game, because they were just like humongous plays that happened. I know Sky's doing the most right now. Sky, this is our co-host. <laughs> She's doing the most right now. Um, I felt like, you know, the Eagles got out on y'all with big plays that shouldn't have happened. You know what I'm saying? Um. So that was a little bothersome, too. Yeah, and I, I don't feel supremely confident, but what I'm starting to notice is we're winning the games. Mm-hmm. I'm not feeling like, yes, we did it, and we did it. Da, da, da. I'm feeling more relieved, mm-hmm. but it's five straight wins all against teams in playoff contention. And um, I'm starting to feel good about that, but it's starting to feel like we're one of those teams that's just going to barely beat you. We'll beat you. It's just gonna be barely, and I don't know if we can. I don't know if we can win the Super Bowl that way. Maybe we can, but well, it's, it's it's tricky. That's tricky, man. There's a level of character associated with their with that style of winning, and what y'all really showed me, um, y'all showed me during that Saints game because you basically took the Saints, you took the Saints' strength from their game. You know what I'm saying? If you can continue to do that, then you can continue to, quote, barely win, unquote, the way you did. Um, and you're continuing to do that. So it's it's a winning model. <clears throat> I don't know what's going to happen with a team like the Rams, but it's still a winning model. You know, right now I'm looking at y'all like y'all might make it through the first round in the playoffs, depending on who y'all play, you know. Um, yeah. It's tricky because if we can do that to the Saints, I wonder who can we do can we do that to the Rams? Can we do that to Kansas City? 
You know, I'm, I'm, you know, New England lost today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh lost today. That's exactly what I'm saying. So That's I'm like, exactly shit, what maybe I'm saying. Maybe we can. Maybe. <laughs> That's exactly. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, you faced some really stout defenses this season because the NFC East has had some pretty serious defenses. But that being said, you haven't faced a team with that offense and that defense the, just the, yet. A team doesn't exist that has both. Well, um, there there are teams out there who might be able to generate turnovers on, um, defensively against you guys, and you guys tend to be a little turnover prone. You know what I'm a saying? Little. Um, Jesus. So that's what I'm talking about in terms of you know stacking up against a team who both can score and who can generate turnovers. Right now, like the Rams' defense doesn't do well, but they still generate turnovers. Yeah, I think I, I fear the Saints more than the Rams. Mm-hmm. I think the Saints mm-hmm. get more turnovers than the Rams. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we took the best team in the league at doing that. We beat them. Mm-hmm. The Rams would be probably number two or three. So we'll see. But, but mm-hmm. we, we, we we did it with the Saints. Uh-huh. They were the best. Um, let's see. NBA. We're about a quarter of the way through the season. Easy question. Um, well, maybe not. Who's your MVP? That is a tough question right now because you got to look at um, um, Anthony Davis is having a very good year. Um, yeah. um, what's his name from? Um, God, and I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting his name. He plays for this obscure team. He's a point guard. Um, he's doing really, really well. Um, Can't something or other. Um, you know, those two guys are really, really cool. Dope. I, I I I gotta look him up, new. I we gotta find a way for me to look him up. But I I, I watched a point him. guard from an obscure. He, he's team. like he's like he's like a guard, and he plays for like either the Timberwolves or like the Hornets or somebody. And I watched that Bama uh, drop fifty some points uh, on my night. Uh, Kimba, Kimba, Kimba something or other. Kimba yeah. Walker. Kimba Walker. Yes, him. Him. Uh, okay. Sorry, well, I wouldn't consider him an MVP, but. I know, you, I know you talk about. Yeah, he's playing. He's 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 done really really well. I watched him play a couple of games, um, but yeah. MVP. He's been putting up really really consistent numbers, but at the same time, his team isn't doing well at all. So that kind of takes him out of contention. Um, I mean, it, it <clears throat> is Steph doing well? I haven't really been able to catch Steph this year. Yeah, um, Steph was killing until he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just getting back. But he was, before he got hurt, he was my MVP. Mm-hmm. He was killing. Mm-hmm. He got hurt, go to state, lost like four or five straight games. They're mediocre now. Now that he's back, they win it again. I think that, you know, speaks more to Steph even more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's not my MVP uh, at, the, at the quarter point. I'm still looking at, I'm looking at LeBron. Oh. Because well, two things have happened. And I predicted both. I say that the East will be better than the West. Okay. I said it's Golden State number one. The next four teams in the East, and then we'll get to Houston and everybody else. And Houston isn't even in playoff contention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I told people I didn't believe in Portland. I did not believe in the West. Although the West just said Golden State and a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. Except, you know, I guess we'll see what LeBron does. And I like what LeBron has done. I like where he has is the Lakers. I, the, the Lakers a lot of times look confused, look lost, and LeBron is doing whatever it takes to get them where they need to be. Um, he had 20 more points in the fourth quarter the other night, and he has his Lakers. 
they're right there to think of it with every team in the West. And the Lakers weren't there last year. They haven't been there in years. <coughs> yeah. So my MVP so far is LeBron. Interesting. Um, but I really like what Kawhi Leonard's doing in Toronto. Mm-hmm. But also, he's missing games. Um, and Toronto had the best record in the East last year without him. Mm-hmm. So it'll be really, really hard to determine whether or not uh, what Kawhi's impact is into the playoff start. Right. And by then, the MVP voting is in. So right now I'm looking at LeBron. I like Anthony Davis what he's doing. I like the Greek freak out in Milwaukee. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Right now he's doing well too. Yeah. yeah. Right now to me it's still LeBron. Uh, he's the lead. he's 16th year. We've never seen a player in their 16th year play the way LeBron is playing right now. That is very true. So not Jordan, not 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 Magic, not Shaq, not Kareem, not uh, Will Chamberlain, nobody. Nobody's playing this well as LeBron has played in their 16th season. Yeah. Not Kobe. Yeah, he's one of those rare players who, when he came out of high school and started playing ball, we were like, this dude could legit be the GOAT, and he has done that. He's consistently proved his excellence. So, yeah. Shout out to my Giants. They're making me happy lately. I think that was a shout out to you, JB. Michigan's. <laughs> Both of y'all. Both of y'all. For saying that bullshit. All of y'all. Fuck that shit. Let's get on let's, to let, another yeah, topic. Let's throw, let's throw Atlanta a bone because the Hawks and the Falcons are just fucking trash and a dream in the WNBA. But their soccer team soccer won the champion, team. MLB yes, championship. And I don't understand how their team had the same name as DC's team. I remember one time Gilman was trying to tell me, well, you know, the D.C. United and Atlanta United ain't the same as, like, the Redskins, like, D.C. Redskins and Atlanta Redskins. And I was like, why not? That's fucking ridiculous. And then the girls agreed with me. Like, man, everybody shut the fuck up. They got the same exact name as the, the Atlanta, D.C. United, United in the same league. Mm-hmm. So how can you have that? That's ridiculous and totally unoriginal. But uh, weird. they won, and they got that nice, pretty stadium over by Gilman. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. shout out to them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They did well. <clears throat> they did well this year. Yeah, man. Um, our Netflix and chill segment. Things to watch. The Avengers trailer has been released, and it is the most viewed trailer of all time already. It was yeah. just released last week, mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. dwarfed every other trailer in history. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was hot. Um, it just it's just a testament to how the Avengers series, you know, what the last movie did. Um, the trailer looks to be a solid pickup. You know what I'm saying? New, there were some nice little surprises in there. I really, really dug it. Um, that came out also last uh, Sunday night on Sunday Night Football. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. And it, yeah, my, my thoughts on the trailer. Oh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Um, I really enjoyed the trailer. Uh, I'm excited to see what's going on um, after the Thanos finger snap. And, um, the, you know, they starts off with he did exactly what he set out to do. Got rid of half of the population. And we, we know that Captain Marvel, uh, 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 Sam Jackson's character, texts Captain Marvel asking for help. 
And um, I think that's leading into what you were going to talk about last mm-hmm, week, Captain mm-hmm. Marvel, and the trailer for the Captain Marvel movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because in between when we get the next Avengers movie, we're going to get the Captain Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so what they did was last week, I believe it was either doing Sunday Night Football or Monday Night Football, they released the Captain Marvel trailer for the first time. I saw it live on the big screen TV, um, and then I watched it a couple of other times on the phone. But anyway, they break down her whole story. You get a really good picture of why she's so powerful. And the only thing I'm going to say to you guys, you Marvel nerds, you nerds out there, think Guardians of the Galaxy. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Okay. And uh, so we've got a couple comments here. Shout out to the Giants. Half of all living things. Oh, half of all living things. Mm -hmm. Oh. Not just people. Not just people. Mm Mm-hmm. Damn. And uh, Hold the Dark. Hold the Door? Hold the Dark. On Netflix? I don't know what that is. He gave me, almost, had me think about um, Hold the Door, Hold the Door, Hold the Door from uh, Game of Thrones. Um, I don't know what that is, but um, uh, Ron, you got to tell us about that one. But I do know uh, Ozark. Yes. I just, well, I'm still not quite done with the season finale of season one. So I'm like halfway through, but I had to get ready for the show, so I left. So I still got about 30 minutes left on the season finale of Ozark season one. And then I'll start season two, of course, tonight sometime. But Ozark season one, Off I'm loving it. Off the chain. I'm loving it. People have been telling me to watch Breaking Bad, and I watched like the first two, three seasons. And I just couldn't get through it. I just was like, when is the good shit going to happen? Y'all got to be watching this shit. the first season of Breaking Bad. But people Bad. say, and I can mm-hmm. tell from the first couple of seasons of watching uh, Ozark, I mean, over Breaking Bad, the Ozark and Breaking Bad had a similar premise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Ozark gets to the shit. They get to it. You ain't got to wait till next season. It is happening every episode. Uh, Jason Bateman, one of my favorite actors, is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm loving Ozark. I know I'm late. I know I'm late. I'll finish season two sometime this week, and then uh, we'll wait for season three together. But Ozark is a definite check out yeah love ozark love that show i binge watched both seasons twice so if those of you who want to talk about ozark get at me because i love talk i love that show love talking about that show um jason bateman is the star the actor and he's also directing a lot mm-hmm. of the episodes um <clears throat> you know <clears throat> they got Laura Lenny. Um, I don't know if y'all remember her from Congo back in the day, but she's done a bunch of different TV things and shit. She's a great actress. She That's plays, his wife? Yes. Oh, yeah. I recognize her face. I don't know from what, though. Congo. <laughs> okay. And uh, they're saying we need to look, take a look at Hold the Dark on Netflix and What About Frontier? I don't know if Frontier is on Netflix or not, but I haven't heard of Frontier. Yeah, Frontier is the joint with the dude Aquaman. He stars in it. Um, I caught the first half of the first season. Um, I thought it was good, but at the same time, I felt like it was, I don't know, I felt like it was a little slow for me. The acting wasn't as good in that one for me. Okay. But I dug it. And Ron said he started Ozark today. All right, Ron, we, we, we riding this train together. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead and catch up. Mm-hmm. And that show you talked about, JB, that was like Game of Thrones. The oh, yeah, The Last Kingdom. Yes. I've this, been hearing about that. Yeah, th- this is a great show because if you think about 
um, Game of Thrones is basically Game of Thrones in real life. It's talking about the story of the formation of England. Um, and you learn that there's a lot of uh, allegory that happens in Game of Thrones. They borrow a lot from the history of the formation of England and Europe during the Middle Ages to create the story. And, <clears throat> and it allows you to see that. It's got magic in it, you know, all of that kind of shit. So it's a great, it's a great series. So in our Netflix and Shield segment, we have Oz. Dark. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. have Hold the Dark, mm -hmm. which is a fan recommendation on mm -hmm. Netflix. Mm -hmm. We have uh, Frontier, Frontier mm -hmm. another fan recommendation mm -hmm. that's on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And The Last Kingdom, mm -hmm. which is on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. and what's the other one? The Last Kingdom is on Netflix, Hold the Dark, uh, Frontier, um, and I thought that was it. And, okay, maybe that's it. Mm -hmm. Unless you're listening, you heard the other one, then yeah, watch that one too. Um, Another show that's coming back, um, and this uh, executive also has a new album out. And I'm talking about, yay, yay, Ice Cube. His new album is out, and it's decent. I, I would say check it out, it's decent. He has a song called I Don't Want, I Don't Want No Bag, and that's probably the hardest joint on there. But he's back rapping, and he's bringing back a TV show, an MTV classic. This show is... is You want to know how you keep an asshole in suspense? This guy. I'm looking at both cameras, too. Will you tell us what the fuck this show is? I'm looking at Spotify and iTunes. I'm looking at the phone as we record you. Uh, the show is Celebrity Deathmatch. Oh, okay. And yes. was like, it's going to be yes. lit. So you that might have Jay-Z and Nas fighting. You might have Beyonce and Mariah Carey, some damn body. Might have me and JB on there. You never know. Y'all remember how Celebrity Deathmatch was. And um, they're looking to get picked up on a channel other than MTV. But they, they're they revamping the show. They're changing things around. And we, we just That's lost our co-host Scott, the dog that just left. But, uh, yeah, so it should be... I think Celebrity Deathmatch should be funny in 2019, 2020. I, I can look forward to that. That should be a lot of fun. With all the shit that's going on. Yeah. That should be a lot of fun. Hell yeah. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Kickback TV live from Atlanta. Whether you're listening on streaming or Spotify, iTunes, whatever streaming uh, podcast site you use. Or if you're watching on Facebook Live and interacting with us. Or if you're watching on YouTube. I want to thank everybody. As we said um, last week, we have sponsorships now. So we do get paid when you listen on Spotify. We do get paid when you listen on iTunes. And we will soon be getting paid on YouTube. And we're working on Facebook. We're working on it. But thank you guys for tuning in. This is our last regular show of the year. Next week, we will come back and do a year-end show. Indeed. Where we we'll give out our awards, the Sight mm -hmm. and Sound Awards. Sight and Sound Awards, yep, um, yep. And we'll dime out those topics over the course of the week, those categories, I should say, over the course of the week, so that we can get some fan votes involved. That's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to cap off the year, talk about the hell of a year it's been, changing platforms, all of that. Um, get us all ready for the next year, new. But thank you. God bless. 
Happy Sunday, everybody. Take care. And follow us on all social media. Go to our, well, first go to our YouTube page mm -hmm. and subscribe to the Kickback TV channel. Kickback TV, one word. Go to Spotify, subscribe. Kickback TV, one word. I don't care how you actually watch it or listen to it. Just go to all these places and, and, and sign up and, and follow the channel. Subscribe to the channel so you can get that money. So we'll be able to bring you more content. Go to iTunes, Kickback TV. Uh, live from Atlanta. Go to Spotify, Kickback TV, live from Atlanta. Go to YouTube, Kickback TV, live from Atlanta. On Facebook, Kickback TV, live from Atlanta. Kickback TV Show. On uh, uh, Twitter, mm -hmm. Instagram, mm -hmm. at Kickback TV Show. Follow us everywhere. We, we, the pages are popping. I, I'm the meme king. I put every meme out there change your life. Like, how many people were single this year but still went through relationship drama? That was on our page. You could have hit like earlier today. You could have commented earlier today. You get exclusive comment on these other sites. Follow us everywhere. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. Good night. Uno, we out. All right, Jimmy, we got 18 different devices to stop. Yeah. You can go ahead and Spotify, iTunes. <coughs> you will not be privy to what's about to happen. Neither will YouTube. So that's JB. <laughs> YouTube video footage. Yeah. That is our Spotify, iTunes footage. That is Sky, the family dog, that's just mm -hmm. ready to do something. Sky, say hi to the people. All right, good enough. There we go. And uh, this is when we were watching the game and saw my Cowboys beat the shit out of the Eagles. And Uno, we out. And we have the option to 